Okay, with Quinn Ferrat, uh, he's got a really interesting short film, probably one of the most unique ones we've shown in a while, uh, Animal Appetites. He lives in Perth, Ontario. I think with, that's outside Ottawa, correct? Yeah, that's right. So Perth, Ontario, uh, it's like kind of like northern Ottawa, Ontario area. You don't see many films from there. That's awesome that you're making this film. And really, it's just, I guess it's a film about a cat and uh, eating a face, I guess, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah. So where did this crazy idea come from? Like, so like a massage person, and then there's a cat, there's a cleaning lady, and then there's kind of like a dirty old man. And uh, yeah. shenanigans take place. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I actually had, I come, I had a similar idea back when I was at Humber College. Okay. Uh, I just graduated, well, that was in 2021. Was Andrew one of your teachers? I'm sorry. Was Andrew Stevenson one of your teachers? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was my was. teacher back in the day too, like 20 years ago. Oh wow, wow! Did you go to? You went to Humber oh, College he, too. He taught at Brock and Niagara College back in the day. So oh, I, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. I actually that was the he's in our uh, he was in our final year. We had him, um, but this particular class it was uh, in my second year, um, and. Uh, yeah, I just I was interested in the question of like uh, um, how how you kind of uh, I don't know confront death. You know, we we live in a culture where everything's kind of sanitized, and you know you don't you don't necessarily see a lot of dead people, and that's that's probably a good thing in a way. But then sometimes you kind of lose touch with the reality that uh, I guess we're all going to die eventually. Yeah. So I, guess I thought see them in, I guess we see them in a casket, but we don't see them like right after they die. Yeah, you don't you don't sometimes you you yeah, like I don't know. I remember I had a job one time working at a, a cell phone company. Or sorry, it wasn't a cell phone company, it was like a, a job where you unlock cell phones. It was like a used electronics um company, and they would they would often get uh donations of old electronics from people. And I was talking with a lady who had a who she, she was kind of a character. She she lived in Ottawa, but she did a lot of different jobs. Like and, and this was one of those jobs where you 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 work this job and you might work another job. And so it's yeah. for people who have kind of a a bit of a transient lifestyle. Anyway, sure. she used to work um, for a company that would pick up bodies from uh, crime scenes or or things like that, or all, all sort, and bring them, transport the bodies to the morgue. So she told me one time about uh, going up in, in an elevator to pick up a body that had been rotting in some apartment for like several weeks and no one knew about mm. it. So, and she just said like the smell as you kind of ascended the elevator just got so strong. So you could even smell it from like the bottom floor and it just got perpetually worse as you ascended the elevator. So that, that was actually kind of, I think that was kind of the germ for this story. Like the idea of doing it in a high rise, the idea of like confronting death. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was kind of like, work but, the, there. but the tone is so interesting because it's like, it's like, it's, it's dramatic at times. It's funny at times. It's like, it's, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of mixing genres a little bit. And it's like, you can't really define what this movie is. If I asked you if it was one genre, what would you say it was? Yeah, no, that that's a good question. Probably, I, I guess maybe comedy. I don't know, um, yeah. like dark comedy. But I, I know a lot of people use that term, and it's 
it's kind of like you say it's kind of like a blend of two genres so i don't know yeah maybe comedy yeah well what do you think (laughs) well it's probably like to use that it's probably a dark comedy but it does it doesn't and usually dark comedy kind of end i guess not like this (laughs) but Mm. but it's like that's the that's the term dark right but it's like but there's something about that um the masseuse because you kind of like get into the psychology of like who these people are right Mm. yeah even on her phone she has like pervert four pervert three and like she's touching like usually dirty old white men yeah bodies all the time like yeah the the pervert thing actually wasn't my idea that was actually the the actress she she just thought it'd be kind of funny to to change all her contacts to that and i thought it was a great idea but yeah no it's funny you brought that up yeah but she's um, not like a prostitute, obviously, right? But no, she's like, well, she's like no, like it, selling herself in a sense, right? Yeah, I mean, like, there, yeah, it's interesting. I think recently in, in Canada, there's a law that passed. Um, it was interesting because the Supreme, it was, it was brought to the Supreme Court whether, whether there was a charges laid against a massage parlor, um, whether, you know, getting a massage is inherently like, uh, like getting a sexual like a, a massage that ends in a happy ending, you know, with, yeah, with masturbation, whether or not that is actually technically uh, prostitution, because mm-hmm. uh, it was there's a sting operation involved, and the argument was that well, no, um, it actually won, and, and I think it was that no, no, it's not inherently a sexual; it's simply like a fulfilling an urge. So it's kind of interesting that that I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I, I do think that the industry is kind of interesting, like just doing the little research I did in writing the story. Um, uh, like I use the term uh, erotic hand release in the film. That's what like the, the one yeah. the old man uses to kind of justify his actions. And I, and I was looking on forums and stuff and people were using that term to uh, refer to getting a happy ending. So uh, I think that that seems to go with the trade. It's almost like mas- massage therapists have to deal with this on a regular basis. And I don't know. It's an interesting question whether or not uh, you can uh, you can kind of deter, like keep get like if you're always going to just attract kind of those types of unsavory characters. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, well, I, let's put it this way: I don't think that the four seasons they're doing blow they're doing blow jobs. Oh, no, no, I don't think they are. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I think uh, it, you know. It, yeah, it's no. I don't think you're you're right. They aren't. But uh, you know, massage therapists seem to have this problem on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like they even wanted to in Canada, you don't refer to a, a masseuse. Like the massage therapists get very offended if you say, oh, you're a masseuse. Like, no, no, no. That's associated with these dirty massage parlors. We're massage therapists. Massage therapists. It's all the euphemisms, right? It's all the right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting playing around with that, like just the language, you know. And, huh. Yeah. So, okay. So then you got, so you, you, you wrote the script and then, and then you decided, okay, so let's make this into a film. So where did, what was your next step? Like finding the three leads, the three cast members? Yeah, so uh, actually the, the the character who plays the massage therapist, she, uh, I had worked with her on a, a student film uh, previously. So I, I had a relationship with her just working through that. And we had kind of talked about 
wanted to do something like to collaborate again. And that was actually her apartment. So the, the place we filmed and we were oh, lucky really? that we could just, we didn't have to secure like a huge location agreement or a pay. It's a perfect place. Cause it's like all it's like you're in a high rise. Is that, where is that? What city was that? that? That's in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was in Toronto. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's sort of like she's like i guess she's like we don't have to say her specific location but she's near i'm assuming she's near the lake shore and like she's in one of those yeah places, she's right? she's pretty close to dundas square actually she's okay. very close to there yeah um, so and then so she's like it's got the perfect mirrors like so mm -hmm. skyline right so like this kind of yeah it would have been yeah it would have been cool to get this you could actually on one side of the apart she was on a side that wasn't facing the scene tower but yeah. like that if she was on the other side of the building, like you would have had a great view of that, unfortunately. But it's almost like nondescript, right? Because I because yeah. I live in Toronto, so I know it's Toronto, but people can watch this around the world and it's just a nondescript city, I guess, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And and she does have an accent, the uh the actress Laura. Um, but like she that is she was kind of laying it on thick a bit. Um, yeah, but she is from England, so um gotcha. we just and thought it you might as well just keep it or, or kind of play it up. So what about the, the dirty, the dirty old man? Where did you, I'm going to keep calling him that. What did you, where, he was great. Like, is he, yeah. he so perfectly he, like performed? Yeah. yeah. Peter, um, I, we just put out a, an online audition, um, to different, different, uh, platforms. I think he responded on Mandy or, you know, it might've even been on Facebook. Yeah. Um, like I put it posted on different, uh, filmmaker groups, you know, um, that sort of thing that's cool and yeah yeah and he's he kind of stood out as as one of the really uh um yeah one of the really good ones and he actually wanted to do the scene naked but i thought uh no no we don't we don't need to do that we don't need to see his but we don't see we saw his parry back we don't need to see his bum too right no exactly yeah we, we, he he was he thought it might uh he thought it might like uh i don't know just add a bit of comedy but i think I think leaving it to the imagination is better in, in that instance. His body's not that funny. <laughs> no. But I love the I love the role of the 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 hair the, the the cleaner because she's so a matter of fact and she like like it seems like she's like lived a life and she's probably seen worse and she's just like oh okay this is what happened and I'm gonna go yeah. smoke cigarettes and yeah. like wait for the cops to come I guess right yeah yeah she she was fun to she was fun to work with too yeah so where did you find her um again I, that was that was through online um yeah so you you had the basically you you worked with the person before you guys connected you kind of told her sent her the script she wanted to do it and then she had the, the department and you kind of like filled up the cast i guess right yeah yeah the cat uh the the cat was that was fun to I, I didn't really have much of an option i just knew my parents had a cat and they're willing to let me uh, work with the cat. And um, yeah, but everyone else, yeah, it was online except for Laura. She, uh, we, we had already worked together and uh, yeah, so that worked out. So like, was there any, like in terms of the filmmaking process, cause you had the one location, was there any conflicts at all? Or did you guys shoot it in like in a couple of days? Uh, no, not really. It actually went pretty smooth. Uh, we were able to do it in two consecutive days. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was right. Two days. Like, yeah, cause yeah. I, if it was a two day shoot, mm -hmm. what about your, what do you do? What's your process to like uh storyboard everything or just have a like, kind of basic shot list or. Uh, no, I, I do storyboard everything. Um, if I can't, if I can't actually get the, 
the physical drawings done just in terms of like a time crunch i'll, I'll try to um i'll block it out with some stand-in or a model and, and use that as a reference but i try to get everything drawn so you have an interesting past like because you like you uh, i know that you grew up on a farm you have seven siblings but you're also a uh, a ballroom dancer in Latin and like dance instructor before you started I, filmmaking? Yeah, I, I did that for uh, about two years. Yeah, going out. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of go, I'm kind of, I have a bit of a transient past myself. Like I went from uh, studying biology and then I went and then I realized I didn't want to be going to medicine, which was the original plan. So I got a degree in biology, but then I switched and went into something really creative. Um, yeah, dancing, like you said, I did that for a couple of years and then realized I uh, couldn't do that forever because I had started kind of late. I was in my like early 20s. And most people, when they want a career, like they start much younger, you know. Sure. Uh, people start, um, my daughter's so, five, right? Like, so I guess they start, like you didn't start into your 20s? Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they start really young. here. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that for a couple of years. It was fun though. Like, and I learned a lot about, um, well, yeah, I guess choreography, working with people, um, body language, all your that body, sort of thing. So there, there's definitely transferable skills. Yeah. That's so cool. And then, and then what propelled you to like, to go to films, to go to Humber and go to film school and then and, and go into this venture? Well, I, I do remember. So I, I, Every college student goes through a period where they're, especially guys, they like, we're going to make a movie. It's going to be so easy to do. Yeah. Even if you're not into film, they just like, everyone wants to make like a buddy film with their friends. So I, I thought of making a film. And so I started writing like short scripts, short stories. And I was kind of constantly talking about them with one of my uh, best friends. And I think he just got frustrated at one point. He's like, we're never going to make a film and you don't have the talent, you know, to actually make a film. So I took that as a challenge. Uh, and I, the, the, I'm being a little facetious. No, like I really, I, I did. Um, I realized like after, you know, he kind of rebuked me there that like, well, if I talk a lot about making films and I, I like writing short stories and short scripts. So um, if I think I have a talent, I should try to cultivate it. And uh, yeah. So I, I looked into which schools seemed like a good op option and Humber college kind of stood out. Well, you kind of joked that you kind of joked in the in the blog interview that like this this your friend said you're never gonna when you when I asked you when you want when you realize you want to make movies, and you said a close friend of yours said that you can't make one, and I guess you said that you're Solinian, you're yeah. Solinian, and I kind of like it's, there's a competitive nature within. Yeah. I know you're kind of being tongue yeah, uh, it's yeah. like, but there's like you're saying that like that so so like just like pure ego like said fuck you or part of my friends like i'm gonna make it because you told me i can <laughs> well I, I think initially i there was a motivation to like take or just drop it because i think he was just getting he was just getting annoyed that i kept talking about making movies and yeah. I, I think i had a kind of a romantic idea that i you know we'd make this film it'd be great it'd be such fun yeah uh but i didn't really know anything about making movies so at that point i thought well they're shut up about it never mention it again or or uh take it a little more seriously and and i am and it's true i am competitive. um and and it seems like that that is a, a trait a lot of slovenians seem to be competitive so i do i do enjoy the 
um, yeah, like uh, just just a new challenge, that sort of thing. So uh, what uh, what um, what did you think about this feedback video that we sent you for your film? Like we we brought the audience to you. What did you think of what their reactions were? No, I thought they were really handy. Um, I mean, I, I was really, I was really happy to, to hear that like everyone had generally really positive stuff. I mean, in fact, no one really said anything negative about it. I mean, that was the only criticism I had was it's, you know, it's, it's my first film outside of film school. Obviously it is not by no means like an amazing film. So I think I'm sure some people had some, re you know, like reservations about it and, and like, I can already point out like just technical flaws and all that sort of thing. So um, I'd be curious to know, yeah, like, or maybe even yourself, is there, is there anything you in particular you thought was confusing or you didn't no, like get? Well, it got accepted, but we accepted your yeah. film, right? So like, and it's, it's a gutsy film. Like it's like in terms of tone and like, uh, listen, someone in you, where you are, like in terms of tone, in terms of like, in terms of like the subject matter, it's a it's a gutsy film because it's one of those things that doesn't jump off. It's like, oh, when you ask somebody on the street, well, what movie are you making? Oh, I'm making a movie about a, this guy and a girl and they, they're from a small town, blah, 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 right? It's like, what movie are you making? Oh, she's a massage therapist and this, she's like massaging this dirty old guy and, and the cat eats his face. And mm -hmm. then the, the, the housekeeper comes in and like, and then seems to like she's seen this before and like kind of like what I'm saying just trying to say is that you kind of like made these gutsy moves right mm -hmm. and it worked right it's like you could have done the tone could have been so different in terms of like how is she even reacted the housekeeper reacted it's like oh my god like you know what I mean like you kind of kept that funny but mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's like you kept it funny but in a very dramatic way if that makes any sense oh no yeah thank you uh yeah I think I, well, I, I really like, I mean, I like the Coen brothers. They're probably my favorite filmmakers and they seem to, I think Roger Ebert once said they, um, they, they take the most chances. Um, I don't know if they intentionally do like, but they seem, I guess he was, he was, he was commenting on their films. They seem to take a lot of chance, like uh, they're a bit, like they seem to either try to subvert genre or maybe they don't do it intentionally. It just works out that way. Yeah. But um no, no, thank you. That that's that's cool to hear. Yeah. No, so then that's so that like I basically I think that you're on your way because it's like you did you have any doubts from the concept? You're writing a script and then you're doing pre-production. Do you like think of yourself like what the hell am I doing? This is this story's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, I did. Uh I was uh what do you say? Yeah, well, I, I'm I, I don't know. I think a lot of creative people have they have that problem. They're always self they're always second guessing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. And the crazier the idea, sometimes the more you second guess yourself, right? So that's that's what I mean. So I don't really think that you have, there's really anything negative to say about your film because it's like you're 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 risk you're you're you're, you're a risk taker. The performances are all there. And uh, basically, you're just going to get better as you go. The more movies you make, it's like dancing, right? Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> the more yeah. you dance, the better you get, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's, I think you're, you're talking about like, you got some, obviously, like any filmmaker, you got some money. Money kind of gets in the way sometimes, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That That's probably the hardest thing is just figure out how to finance these things. Yeah. Especially when you're, you're an independent, right? Yeah.
So yeah, but I, my suggestion is to keep we make a movie. And like 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 at the same time, it's like it seems like you had a good collaborative kind of situation where like the actress like gave you a free location. I'm assuming gave you a free location. And yeah, like, and, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, but you're writing for one location as well. Like you're not overcomplicating. You're writing what you can do, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So have you written a feature yet? No, I'm I'm in the process of writing one. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know why features are like the the hurdle to get over, but um, for some reason, I, I I maybe I don't know. Some people I talk to, they say they have no problem writing features and they have trouble with short films. I have no problem writing a short film, but I I, I struggle writing a feature, so that is kind of the next thing. I'm also working working on a, a, a short one at least this year well keep at it man congratulations on this film let's talk again when you make your next film and yeah. uh looking forward to chatting with you because i think you got you're on your way all right thank you so much one two three four five